With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And good afternoon, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and welcome to another edition of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for joining joining me on this fine Saturday afternoon. As always, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to Behind the Steel Curtain's YouTube channel, where we bring you at least one, sometimes two podcasts each and every day. And uh, you can also download these podcasts on various podcasting platforms uh, like iTunes. I think it's one of them. I'm not exactly sure, but I'll have to look into that. But I know uh, we are we are uh, definitely expanding into into the uh, and trying to increase our downloads and, and, and get more people to listen because we're bringing you great content each and every day. Uh, the standard is the standard. Steelers preview, the Stat Geek, the Big Bro. Sco show, Beck is black. That just or Beck in black. I'm sorry. <laughs> that just uh, debuted on Wednesday night with, with Michael Beck and uh, uh, Jeffrey Benedict, who really knows his football. I was really impressed with him. I've seen him on in, in the community for years, and I was really impressed with uh, his football knowledge. So that and uh, Steelers Q and A every Monday at five o'clock in the off season with uh, Brian Anthony Davis and myself. And uh, immediately after that show, uh, at least up until the season starts, there's the Steelers Retro Show where we talk about some fun Steelers memories from the past. And uh, in the regular season, the Steelers Q&A changes over to the Steelers Hangover where we discuss the previous day's Steelers game. So please check all that out and check out the Behind the Steel Curtain website where we bring you countless articles each and every day. We, We cover the breaking news. 
we we give you commentary we give you film breakdown we talk about the salary cap we talk about the draft we talk about the season we talk about anything and everything as we like to say it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers news so please check that out so welcome everybody in the live chat there's uh Steelers Pittsburgh Sean Manahan Lumberzak, I love that name, Lumberzak. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, Ezra, Wes Hickok, my man, Wes. There's T Money, my my very good friend Terry. There's Tom Balajo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Kathy Ford. She's dropping. She just wants to tell us she's dropping by, but she's at work and counting on me for an interesting ride home. That's always. Uh, that's, always that's a lot of pressure for uh, your ride home from work, but. You'll be riding home from work, so you'll, you should be in a, good, in a good mood anyway. So hopefully I can uh, entertain you uh, on your way home. So John Trent is in, in the uh, live chat. So welcome, everybody. And as always, I want to cover a few topics on today's show. And by the way, just uh, if you're listening to this on, on, on a uh, podcasting platform, I just want you to know that, that this is part one, and I will be back I will have a part two to this to this show, and I will let you know when that when that happens. I'll let you know when part one is over and, and when to uh, download part two. As for our, those of you in YouTube uh, who are watching on YouTube, I will. I, it, it'll be just like always. There will be no changes. So just uh, you'll see you'll see a, a kind of a, a an end to the first half and a beginning of the second half at some point, but. I'm not. I'm not losing it. That's just that's just our new thing. It's. It's. I think it's a really great thing. Guys like Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield and, and Brian Anthony Davis, the uh, podcasting coordinator, the manager of the podcast. They've all been doing a great job of uh, of uh, trying to give make your podcasting experience uh, that much better. So uh, uh, I, I hope I hope our, our new uh, our new style will will uh, lend lend itself to a better experience. See Alex Flores, just me. Okay, so I have a few topics, and I think the most exciting part of the week, at least to me, was Tuesday when quarterback Ben Roethlisberger spoke to the media virtually for the first time since undergoing major elbow surgery early in the 2019 season. And uh, you know, he spoke about you know the ordeal and and when he kind of knew that, that something wasn't quite right in that game. It was on a deep pass to receiver Juju Smith-Schuster early, uh, late in the second half. And, uh, you know, he talked about his rehab and the fact that he's, he's uh, more determined than ever to come back and to come all the way back and, and, and bring the, uh, the organization, as he put it, several more championships. And uh, it was nice to hear from him. And, you know, I, I wrote about this the other day. But I kind of already knew this, all of this, you know, when I had my doubts was during uh, last season, when you would see Ben on the sidelines after he had his surgery, he, his arm was in that, that, that crazy looking apparatus where, you know, he couldn't bend it. Obviously he had major uh, reconstructive elbow surgery, he had three tendons reattached. So he was going to be able to move it for a while, but you know, he, you know, he had the gray street sweats and, and, you know, he kind of looked out of shape. He had that big bushy beard. And you were wondering, you know, if he if he could make it all the way back. And and based on on some of the things he he said in, in recent years about, you know, he contemplated retirement after the 2016 season. Uh, 
you know, he, he had his uh, contentious relationship with Antonio Brown. You know, it, it seemed like he just wasn't he just wasn't into it as much as as he you know you would you would want him to be. That the hunger maybe didn't seem to be there. And of course, he had his uh, a contentious relationship with Todd Haley for a number of years. But but um, when I saw him throw that football for the first time in February, after he was cleared to do so by his uh, doctors in California, I started to feel good about his. Uh, the possibilities of him coming back. If you if you remember back then, there were people in the media like Adam Shine and some uh, some writers who were saying, "I don't know why why Ben's even bothering. He looks out of shape. He looks like he could barely throw. I don't know why fans are are so excited about this. They should just cut him or or he should just retire. It's whatever you know. And and but I thought it was good news. And then of course we fast forward to a couple months later, a few months later. He uh, he posts that hype video, you know, in conjunction with him finally shaving that big kind of silly looking beard of his. No offense out there if you have a big beard like that. But but uh, that big bushy beard that he had, that he, he grew all the way out into the offseason. He finally trimmed it and he, you know, shaved it off. And, he, you know, he, he uh, posted a video of that and him throwing what looked to be pretty, uh, pretty hard passes, pretty crisp passes. Or at least passes with a lot of effort behind it, behind them, to Juju and Ryan Switzer and James Conner, and he also looked pretty thin. You know, I remember writing about that, and one of the first people that commented on the article said, "Ah, he still looks, he looks like he could lose another twenty pounds or so." But he, to me, he looked he looked thin. You know, he really did in that video, and that was before he shaved the beard off. You know, in this this video where he was uh, he was throwing these passes around, it was only like a twenty or thirty second video. He still had the beard, but he but he, he he did look much thinner. And of course, now when you see the pictures of him from uh, from training camp, the Steelers reported, of course, uh, end of July into early August, people were still reporting, and and he looks tremendous. He looks in the best shape that he's been in since probably before the 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 second Super Bowl. You know, I'd say maybe two thousand six, two thousand seven. He looks in great shapes, and. Uh, the reason why I think he's back, in addition to to you know these videos of him throwing throwing the, the football, he's been through so much in his career physically, right? I mean, he had the he had his second season, the year they won their uh, the, the year they won Super Bowl forty over over the uh, the Seahawks. That season, people may may have forget for, forgotten he suffered a pretty uh, bad knee injury in the middle of the year, and he had to have surgery, and he missed a few weeks. You know, so he had that, and then, of course, that off season he had that horrific motorcycle accident where he had to have reconstructive surgery, and I mean, he suffered any number of ailments. You know, high ankle sprains, uh, the SC uh, shoulder uh, sprain a, a number of years ago. Uh, he had a, a bruised MCL in 2015. He missed a month. He had the uh, the torn meniscus, right? I mean, uh, he had the broken nose. I mean, of course. You know, in the late 2000s, especially in the early early uh, 2010s, before the line really, the offensive line became what it would eventually become as one of the best units in the NFL. I mean, he was really just beaten up on a weekly basis. One of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league back then. So, for him to endure so much and also accomplish so much, he's already accomplished so much. You know, through 20 through the 2018 season, which was his last full season in the league. He had already accomplished so much up to that point. One, he won two Super Bowls. 
He took the team to a third. He's arguably the greatest quarterback in team history. He's certainly one of the top 20, 30, 40 who've, who have ever played in the NFL. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You would w- wonder if if he um, would just say, yeah, you know what, I've, I've done everything there is to do. I want to spend time with my family. I have three young kids. Uh, sound the rod off into the sunset rather than go through the rehab. But for him to 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 put himself through through the rigorous uh, rehab, all these months of rehab, rehabbing that that uh, surgery repaired uh, uh, elbow, and and to lo- lose all the weight to to condition himself at, at the age of 38, it, it tells me that that he knows that that he has what it takes to to, to make a full a full recovery and, and to come all the way back and, and, and maybe not to be the player that he was in his mid twenties or his late twenties when he was in a lot of ways, supernatural with his athleticism and his ability to, 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 to take a pounding and to, and to, and to make people miss and keep plays alive and, and, and make things happen downfield. Maybe he's not that player anymore, but who, who is at the age of 38, the same person they were at 25, as far as, their uh, physical abilities, right? None of us are. But uh, I think he, you know, the fact that he's had an entire offseason where he's been, you know, obviously he's not out there throwing 200 passes every day, I don't think, but he's, he's, I'm assuming, in addition to his rehab, he's been, he's been throwing passes on a fairly regular basis since he was clear to do so uh, in February when we saw that, that quick little five second video. And if there were going to be any issues, as I've talked about before, we would—I think we would have known by now, you know. And and, and he's still not out of the woods, right? He has—he still has to go through a training camp, which you know he's not going to be necessarily in harm's way there either, because because I'm sh- I'm sure he's still going to be on a pitch count in training camp like he is right now on, and during the ramp up to to the uh, padded practices. But uh, you know, it's it, we're, he's, we're probably still not going to know for sure where he's at until the season starts because, because, you know, again, they're not, these guys aren't, aren't allowed to get hit. Quarterbacks aren't, aren't allowed to be touched in training camp. You know, he might maybe smack his hand on, on a helmet or maybe his, hit his elbow on a helmet or something like that. But, but as far as being hit and being taken to the ground awkwardly and having to, to make quick decisions, he won't have to worry, really worry about that until the season starts. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, with modern uh, medicine being what it is, I mean, just 12 in 2012, Adrian Peterson almost broke the uh, single season rushing mark one year after suffering a major ACL injury, you know, and, and heck, if you look at Terrell Davis in what, 99, 2000, that time period where, where he had, he had an ACL injury, it pretty much ended his career. Gail Sayers back in the sixties, he came back and played after, I'm not sure if they even knew what the injury was because it was the sixties and they didn't have the, te- they didn't have the uh, technology that they had, that they soon would have, but you know, it, he played a little bit after his major knee injury and, but he was never quite the same, but you know, things are different now. And, and, you know, 38 year olds now are much, they look much younger. They act much younger than they did, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, you know, uh, Willie Stargell, Stargell was 38 in 1979 when the Pirates went on their We Are Family World Series run, right? And they referred to him as Pops. He was, he was out of shape. He really wasn't athletic, you know, and, and he looked like an old guy. Ben's the same age as, as, 
as Pops was back then, and he looks like he could be his son, right? Um, Tom Brady's five years older than than Willie Stark was back then, and and he looks much younger, and and in much better shape, right? You know, I'm 48, and when I was a young kid, my grandparents were essentially the same age as I am now, and they looked, they they did not act like I act now. They did not, they were out of shape. They didn't exercise. They, they had trouble getting around. It was just a different time back then. And I think, you know, when you see more and more quarterbacks playing into their late 30s, into their 40s. I mean, back in 2009, when, when Brett Favre was still playing at the age of 40, that was considered a big deal. Well, now you have Drew Brees. You have Brady. You have Ben. Peyton Manning uh, played till just before his 40th birthday. When uh, After the 2015 season, he, he turned 40. I think it was... Like he, his birthday's around the same time as Big Ben's, so he played into it. He wasn't the same player as last year, but he still was really effective into his late thirties, right? Uh, uh, Eli just retired. He's the he's uh, this, around the same age as Ben. People are talking about Aaron Rodgers. I read an article the other day. I think Michael Backer. I forget who wrote it for Behind the Steel Curtain about maybe Aaron Rodgers uh, taking Ben's place if he decides to retire in a couple of years. Well. Aaron Rodgers was drafted a year a year after Ben, so so he's not that much younger. He, maybe a year, two at the most. I don't know how. I think Aaron Rodgers is maybe 36, 37. So, hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, think times are, are different now. Uh, these guys are, you know, are capable of, of playing longer. So again, I think if Ben, if Ben uh, had felt that like, like he reached a point of no return and he just didn't want to go through it anymore, he didn't want to endure the the um, the, the the pain and, and uh, of trying to rehab and, and the, the 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 blood, sweat, and tears of that whole process, I think he would have just retired, not even bothered to try to come back. But again, the fact that that he has gotten himself into the the best shape that he's that according to him that he's you know, he's lighter than he's been since maybe the late 2000s. So that bodes well. And uh, before I before I move on to my next topic, I just wanted to say that, that the thing that I found the most encouraging about what he said on on Tuesday was the fact that his he his his elbow had been bothering him for a number of years, like the last two or three years. And I think some of his, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, some of his offensive linemen have also said that, that he had mentioned that his, his elbow just wasn't quite right. And you know how it is with these athletes. I mean, they're, they're, they're conditioned, they're trained both mentally and, and physically to pay, play through pain, right? They, they have to, 
the, you know, they're told you, you got to be there for your, for your guys. You got to be there for your, for your teammates and you got to play through it. You got to endure the pain. Pain doesn't exist. Like Vince, like Vince Lombardi once said, pain's just in your mind. You know, so I could certainly see, envision a scenario where he maybe in 2016, 2017, somewhere in there where he thought, you know, my elbow doesn't feel quite right, but you know, it's, it's, it's still getting the job done. And, you know, we have a chance to win a Super Bowl, and I can't, I can't uh, uh, really have this thing closely looked at, you know. And if you look at, at, at his uh, deep passes over the last two or three years prior to 2019, they were pretty shaky, right? I mean, we, we commented on that a lot. We talked about it. You know, he just, you know, there were guys that were open. They would have like a few steps on, on, on their uh, defenders, and it would either be either underthrown or overthrown or whatever. It just didn't have the... the it didn't have the same uh, look that that it did, you know, in in previous years, you know. And then also look at his his interception rate since he came back from his MCL sprain midway through the 2015 season. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about it, and I've written about it, and I was taken a task by people for for bringing it up. But I mean, it was a real thing, you know, from the time Todd Haley was was hired in 2012 through 2014. Um, Jeffrey Benedict mentioned this the other night the 2014 was without a doubt ben's best year statistically every which way he was that was his best season and you know he comes back in 2015 the offense looks like it's going to be be a juggernaut and then he gets hurt and the offense is still pretty good once he comes back but there was that matter of those of the interceptions uh the, the thing that sort of plagued him prior to todd haley coming in and trying to make him a more efficient quarterback to tweak his game like like art the second said at one point, uh, that all seemed to go away. And he, and he just, you know, year after year after year, he was making these baffling decisions. And it just, it, it kind of made you wonder why. Well, you know, we talked about the, the obligation he may have felt uh, to pass the ball, uh, to get Antonio Brown as many targets as possible. Because let's face it, AB wasn't, he wasn't happy if he, if he wasn't getting targets. We all know that. That's not a, a secret. So maybe there was that, but maybe also, he just wasn't feeling right, you know. I mean, maybe those those three tendons that he had re, that he had uh, reattached during that surgery, maybe they were starting to go a little bit, and, and he just again, he just he just played through the pain. He he gutted it out, right? We'll never know. But I think that was that was the most encouraging thing because if you think about it, what what part of his body now is stronger than his elbow at this point, you know? He spent many months, you know, he had it, he had it surgically re- repaired, obviously, but he's also spent many months rehabbing it, strengthening it, doing whatever he can to, to make sure that it's as, as healthy and as strong as it can be for the upcoming season. So maybe that's, that's the, maybe his, his elbow is the, is the least of the Steeler fans' worries and the, Steel, and the Steelers themselves. I mean, maybe it's sort of whistling past the graveyard. Because uh, you know he is 38, and Terry Bradshaw had a similar problem at the end of his career. But again, that was 1983, and not 2020. So I think that that's that's it, it's encouraging news all the way around. Uh, it's it's something that I, as I mentioned, I kind of already knew all these things. You know, I kind of already put it in my mind that he was going to come back, and he just sort of reaffirmed all that. You know, Coach Tomlin was talking about it. I think it was yesterday or Thursday about how he doesn't have the the spiral quite the, the old Big Ben spiral that that he's used to. But I don't know if that's coach speak and he was trying to light a fire or 
or if he was just kidding. I don't know. I didn't see the, uh, the, the, the press conference, so I'm not sure what the tone of that statement was. But, but you know, by all accounts, he's not having any problems with his, uh, with his elbow, and I think that's good news, and I think it's going to bode well for the Steelers. And based on, on modern medicine and the fact that it's 2020 and the fact that so many quarterbacks play to into their late 30s, into the early 40s, I think that that bodes well for him and for the Steelers moving forward. So that's my first topic. And I wanted to touch ever so briefly on my second topic before I uh, bid the first half of the show adieu. And that's and that's the fact that Antonio Brown was he finally learned his fate last week, last weekend. I think it was last Friday, the Friday before before yesterday or the Friday before last. You know, you know what I mean? And uh, he learned that he would be suspended for eight games due to conduct detrimental to the league based on a lot of his off the field behavior over the last few years. He was arrested earlier in the year for, for assaulting a a driver. Uh, You know, of course he had the incident in Miami. You know, there's a a lot of things that, that have been, have uh, that AB has, has brought on himself over the last two or three years. I mean, I mean, he's really been in self-destruct mode, especially since the end of the 2018 season when when the Steelers uh, ultimately traded him away to the uh, to the Raiders. You know, he got cut from the Raiders because of, again, not being a very good teammate. And then he, he signed with the Patriots, and they cut him after a game because of uh, sexual assault allegations um, surfaced, I think, from his old uh, trainer. I, I, I forget the, the relationship he had with the woman, but, but she accused him of sexual assault, and then she eventually uh, – filed a lawsuit again uh for it so he's had he's he certainly had his problems uh in in recent years um but the fact that he finally has learned his fate i think maybe that that gives him some structure in his life because i think without structure antonio brown as i wrote about last week is kind of he's kind of a uh a, a boat without a without oars right he just there's no he has no no direction no no uh not, no, no purpose in life. And I think he needs that, right? Because we see how dedicated he, he, he's always been to his craft. Say what you want about him as a person, but he's always been dedicated to his craft. And as angry as I was with him after the 2018 season and how he comported himself during the 2019 season, you know, with, uh, you know, dissing Ben, dissing Coach Tomlin, the Steelers, and, you know, essentially ruining what, had been a great relationship with the, with the fans, uh, you know, as angry as I was then, you know, it, it, as they say, time heals all wounds. And uh, it's funny. Um, he, 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 he asked to be interviewed by 93.7, the fan sometime after the new year. I forget when it was exactly. It was, I think it was after his arrest. It, it, was, it, was whole, it seemed like a whole lifetime ago. Things have changed so much with the world since, since the beginning of the year, but, but you know the fact you, you would hear the him, him interviewing with these guys and many of the you know all these guys knew him during his time playing in Pittsburgh. You know he seemed to have a good relationship with Jim Colony, Colin Dunlap, uh, and they seemed to have great affection for him. And that sort of changed change started to change the tide for me as far as wanting to forgive him and wanting to move forward and and uh, hope hope for nothing but the best for him as a uh, as a player and as a person, because you like to see you know, like society as much as we, we were a hating society, right? People always 
talk about how cynical we are. Uh, I think we, we do love a, a great redemption story. And, and and it's always a good thing, whether no matter who it is, to see a, a person change, turn their life around, right? And, you know, Big Ben's a good example of that. People may forget about this. You know, they, they know about the se- sexual assault allegations. And they were very serious issues that he that he uh, had back early in the part of his career. But, you know, he was also, I mean, it's no secret that he was kind of a jerk at, at the very least, whether, you know, he was never charged with, with, with sexual assault, but he was definitely in the court of public opinion. He was convicted uh, for being at the very least a jerk. And, you know, his relationships with, 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 uh, with the fans and, and how he treated uh, people when he was out, you know, as far as like uh, bar owners and, and servers, he, did, he was notorious for not tipping them, that kind of thing. He had a very bad reputation. Uh, Joey Porter uh, reportedly confronted him one time in the locker room for not being a team player. Char- Charlie Batch, uh, matter of fact, he said, "You're not. You're not a team player. You, you're not a great teammate. You have to straighten yourself out. You have to be a, a the kind of uh, leader that that a quarterback of your your ability should be." Uh, there was a, there was a time before uh, all the BS at the fan with him. Finally, you know, with, with him almost being charged with with uh, sexual assault in in Georgia. There was a time in 2009 where he evidently, it was his day to speak to reporters, like a Wednesday or something during the season. And he just said, eh, sorry, guys, I don't feel like talking to you today. And he was joking on the way out of the locker room. I'm never going to win the uh, the Rooney Award, which is the award given to um, the Steeler players who are the most cooperative with the media. So he went from, I mean, he his reputation was was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad. And, and the, the team almost traded him after... Even after he was, uh, he was, no charges were 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 uh, pressed against him in Georgia. You know, he, he, the team almost traded him. So I mean, it was a, uh, it could have very very easily been an ugly, ugly uh, uh, end of his Steeler career. And who knows what happened? What ha- could have happened to him had he not turned his life around? But he, he managed to do that, and now he's a family man, and and he appears to be a good teammate, and and a good leader and he appears to be all about winning and, and, and not about himself. So, you know, maybe Antonio Brown can, could, could follow suit and, and, and perhaps grow up a little bit and, you know, and, and, and actually become an adult and act like an adult and act like a, a, a veteran football player. And who knows? So I think this, this eight game suspension and the fact that, that it, it's going to start, Week one, whether or not he's with the team or not, I think that's good because I think that would give a team an incentive to sign him. You know, players like Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady, these are big-time quarterbacks. They have a lot of sway, right? So the fact that they've uh, lobbied for him, I think eventually, I think that tells me that eventually somebody is going to to take a chance on him. And, uh, I mean, it could be week six, and if a team feels like it, it he could be the final piece of the puzzle or – if a team is hurting at the receiving position, receiver position, uh, the fact that that he just has to serve, that he has to serve the suspension, whether he's uh, on a team or not, I think this will give a team an incentive to to sign him, and and he can finish out the year with him. So I think it's good for Antonio Brown, and and as much as as angry as I was at him, um, as recently as last year, I'm I'm willing to to uh, give him the benefit of the doubt and hopefully wish him well and, and that he can turn his life around and we'll see what happens.
from here on out. So that concludes part one of Steelers Brunch with Tony. Uh, if you are listening to this, um, thank you for, for, for the download. And, and stay tuned for part two, where I discuss a couple more topics, and I'll take some questions. And again, as, uh, as for everybody in the live chat, don't go anywhere. It's going to be business as usual. So again, my name is Tony Defio, and thank you for listening to part one of Steelers Brunch with Tony. Until next time, take it easy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.